Hello and welcome to Castle Hill Cricket Chat, a podcast all about the Huddersfield Cricket League. Here we are with episode three, just like buses, none for ages and bang, we're hitting you with two in quick succession. It's time for a proper introduction to the chaps who have kindly agreed to be my two regular contributors, Andrew Crawshaw and Steve Whitwam. Andrew is a current umpire in his 10th season and he's also experienced hosting radio phone-ins on Pennine Radio with disgruntled Huddersfield Town fans in the past. Mm, don't get any ideas though, you can't do that on a podcast. Steve, otherwise known as Cobber, basically needs no introduction here. League record-breaking run scorer, all-round of the season winner in no less than nine occasions, a league winner, a Science Cup winner, a T20 winner, and impeccable loyalty to his club. Quite frankly, he's annoyingly brilliant at just about everything he does. I'm sure his Golka teammates will let us know by the usual channels about things he's not just damn good at. So, we thought we'd just hang out for this episode, get to know each other, and look forward to a fascinating season of cricket. So, enjoy the episode. on the podcast guys Andrew thanks for signing up to Castle Hill Cricket Chat I couldn't be more happy that you took up my invite to be a regular contributor to the podcast way over about oh, over a year ago now eh yeah, it must be at least yeah, Mar- yeah. Mar- I think it was March last year so yeah, just as, over as a year much, ago has much happened not really not really <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just a bit of cricket when we could yeah. well that's about bit, it really yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, um, and Steve, um, likewise, I'm really glad you've agreed to be generous with your time and join us on the uh, podcast. I get the feeling you'll have a bit to talk about as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, look, genuinely, thanks for thanks for having me, Jamie. The, the, really glad the, Huddersf- the Huddersfield League's given me so many memories and, and, and more importantly, friends mm. um, across many clubs over over my career. And, and I can't believe it's it's been over two decades worth now, but I know. yeah, it's it's just just nice to give something back, to be honest. No, I really appreciate that, mate. Because I think I think you know I think I think uh, everyone everyone knows you're on the league. You've got a lot of friends, uh, and and just it's just a wealth of knowledge that you have, uh, and the stuff you can contribute to it. I mean, I'm sure I think later on, I'd love to do a little deep dive into your career a bit. You know, we could talk about it a bit more in detail. But for this one, we'll just it's just a get to know sort of thing, really, isn't it? And uh, uh, and you know, just see how it goes, really. So, um, so guys, um, we'll, we'll, we've got a few things on our little itinerary here. We've got background in cricket. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about each other's background. You know, wh- how do we, you know, how do we, how do we find ourselves to where we are today, sort of thing. And then we'll look at the last season in, on reflection, I suppose. You know, and uh, and how we, uh, how it all went, and things like that. And then preparation for the season ahead. You know, it's all it's all coming up in less than a week. It's like cricket. It's like Christmas Eve or cricket <laughs> Eve. So, <laughs> uh, and obviously, uh, a few everyone likes a few transfers and seeing where players have moved. So there's been a couple of interesting ones that we, that we can also pick out and have a little chat. See how teams are shaping up ahead of the season. So, uh, 
So, Andrew, I'll start with you with uh, with the background. Um, yeah. Your club's Almondbury Wesleyans, obviously, I think. Uh, well, not it obviously, is. no one else knows that, but well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, Almondbury Wesleyans is, uh, it, it, it's sort of a, a very easy story, really, in the fact that um, coronavirus has r- robbed the ways of celebrating their centenary um, mm-hmm. last season, although they didn't actually play their first game um, under the guise of Almondbury Wesleyans until 1921. And uh, in 1921, when they played their first game, Harold Crawshaw, my grandfather, was their first ever captain. Um, And so my connection with Almary Wellesians is the fact, basically, um, I was born there, really, more than anything else. My my grandfather played there, my father played, um, my brother played there. Uh, Many people will will know my brother um, in the Huddersfield area and the the, the trials and tribulations that he's he's gone through over the last 30 years or so. Um, But... um, but yeah, so Albury Wesleyans as as you know, I was born there more than anything else. Right. So um, yeah, and played there for uh, until I was forty nine years old, and uh, and uh, I decided that that was the time to give it up. Um, yeah. A lot, a lot of youngsters playing, and um, I, I just thought, you know, what what's the point? Let's yeah. give these youngsters a chance, and um, and so decided that uh, I would hang up my boots and. Um, Lots of bowlers were incredibly disappointed, obviously, because I was a, <laughs> a walking wicket. But uh, um, very yeah. noble of you, that though. You know, a lot, a lot of play, a lot of players. You know, they, they'll carry on playing until whenever. You know, but like you say, it's it's about balance and getting getting the kids to get a chance too, as well, isn't it? I think. I think it depends with the club, really, mm. because if the club has got lots of juniors and lots of of, 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 of youngsters that that can play to a reasonable level. Then you know let let's keep these kids interested. Let's let's make them want to play as long as I played and as long as Steve's played. And you know let let let's try and foster a, a situation whereby youngsters want to stay in the game and bring other youngsters into the game. And and somebody like you know me at my age, trundling around a field where there's maybe some kids sitting on the sideline, I just didn't think it was right. And, yeah. uh, and and so I, I gave it up. Yes. So well, well rooted there at, uh, at the West, and uh, also your your background's in you've got a little bit of a background in broadcasting. It's obviously <laughs> a lot smoother than I am. Um, so well, tell us a bit about that. Well, I, it's quite a strange story, really, in the fact that that I started broadcasting uh, when I decided that um, I, I actually hurt my knee playing cricket many years ago, and I, I was playing like lots of people. I played cricket in the in the summer and football in the winter. Um, I hurt my knee and decided that the discretion was the better part of valour and to play one. Cricket was always my first love and and football then took a back seat. Uh, I was then approached by somebody who thought that maybe I might be quite useful on the airways and I actually started broadcasting um, with the Huddersfield Hospital Broadcasting uh, uh, Association and, and just did um, the odd show and I did football commentaries down at Huddersfield Town at the old Leeds Road. Um, and then, of course, um, Huddersfield FM, as the first one, came to town and I was approached by them and asked if I would uh, be their Huddersfield Town correspondent. And, mm. um, uh, and I did it for 10 years, uh, in which time I travelled the highways and byways of this country 
trying at that time to make Huddersfield Town sound interesting and obviously failing abjectly <laughs> throughout the whole thing. But uh, there, were, there were plenty of ups and downs there, weren't there, where Huddersfield been bottom division and then the, the yeah. rise rose up a little, you know, so yeah. Lots of yeah, I mean, you know, listen, you went you went to places like, you know, I can remember going to Torquay, um, mm. you know, which is basically um, a bit of green grass in, the, in, in, in Devon with a few poles stuck around it more than anything else. But then on the flip side, you know, I commentated at Chelsea and places like that. So mm. you took you took the rough with the smooth. And to be fair, uh, you know, I, I, I was rather irreverent to, towards footballers, you know, I, you know, I didn't hold them up as being demigods or anything like that, and so mm. consequently, I quite liked going to these grounds that had some character and had something about them. It was, uh, it yeah. was good fun, um, and, and and I always treated it as a way of being exactly what it was, which was fun. Yeah, um, that's that's perfect. That's perfect uh, way of outlook on life, I suppose. Um, yeah. And the outlook on umpiring. Um, how yeah. did that start then? I mean, you know, you've got, uh, I mean, some would say you've got to be mad, but you know, you give us your take on that. Well, no, I mean, I think the thing about it was the fact that number one is that the umpire has got the best view on the ground, um, and so if you want to watch cricket, be an umpire because the the view is is fantastic. But in exactly what Steve said earlier, he, you know, he wants to put something back into cricket, and yeah. and, and that's exactly how I felt. Um, I, I don't think that I'd be a particularly good. Coach, I don't think I've got the patience to be a, a particularly good coach or anything. So, so, so consequently, I, I I decided that the one thing I could do, because let's be fair, there isn't a league in this country that isn't struggling to get somebody to go and stand out there in a white coat. And yeah. as a result, I thought, well, that's one thing that I can do. And so, as a result, I decided that that's what I would do, and uh, um, did the qualifications. Mm-hmm. And have carried on doing it ever since. And like I say, if you want to watch cricket, the best view in the ground is from behind yeah. those stumps. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, although I'm a scorer, but you know, um, uh, yeah, you, you can't get better than right in the middle, can you? So uh, no, I mean, not uh, at all. I suppose touching upon what you said before. You know, we are, we are all servants to the game, aren't we? In a way, so you know, it, it's uh, we, we're all trying to, you know, trying to trying to just put a bit back where we can. So I think the thing is, you, you should never take anything for granted, and uh, you know, and the thought that that a club, and it doesn't matter which club it is, be it my club or or anybody's club, if they think that club is just going to um, survive and is just going to carry on from one season to another without some people mm-hmm. putting time and effort into running that club, then they are sadly mistaken. And and the same thing applies to to, to umpires and, and anybody else, groundsmen, scorers, whatever it might be. Without those people, the game does not exist. Correct, so, yeah. you know, as far as I was concerned, I can put something back that way. And yeah. um, uh, that's what I chose to do. And that's what I, con- you know, I intend to continue doing. Fantastic. Well, I, I always look forward to seeing when we come when our paths cross, uh, uh, which is usually a couple of times a, a season. And uh, same with Steve. You know, we, are, uh, we, we do bump each, each other a few times. Um, so let's have a look at Steve. Uh, uh, is it do, do you prefer Steve or Cobber for the uh, for the podcast? <laughs> Call me whichever, Jamie. I'm, whichever. I'm, I'm, I'm easy. Yeah, I've I'll been slip called Blockless. Yeah, I'll slip into both. So. I mean, like I said to before, we, I, I, I think everyone would like uh, would like to listen to uh, a good, you know, a good deep dive into a 22-plus year career, um, which uh, which is which is a sin. Well, uh, I mean, as, as I said in my intro, sin records breaking everywhere. So 
you're obviously a very proud person about that and, and very modest as well. So your, your formative years, obviously, you're a you're Golker through and through, aren't you? So what, 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 was it, what, is, it, what is it about Golker that, that, that really that is, that is home for you? Um, look, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a Golker lad, as you've touched on. Mum um, and dad born and bred in Golker. Um, but as, as most people know, I was, I was born and raised uh, in Melbourne, Australia. Mm. Um, I, I first started playing cricket as an eight-year-old. My, my, my dad was a cricketer and, and he made sure I had a, had a bat in my hand from the, from the day I was yeah. born. <laughs> yeah. um, I learned a lot out there as a kid um, and, and I was fortunate enough to, to have some great coaches in Australia. Yeah. Um, then, then when I was thirteen, mum and dad decided to to move back to to England to Golka, um, and and be with the family to retire and spend the, the latter years, etc. Um, and then, yeah, apart from four years at schools, which mm. which were fantastic, by the way, you know, not not least because I got to open with Wazim Jaffa, yeah. made so many friends at schools, and and had some great times. But the rest of my time um, has been at Golka. Um, yeah. So, so, twenty-two seasons, uh, man and boy. I think. Um, yes, as I say, I'm a, I, yeah, I'm a Golka lad, and I'm, I'm very proud to, to to represent my village. Yeah, I think I mean, not only as a player but captain as well for for quite a few. Uh, probably about ten years, would I say, uh, captain? There. Just short. I was, yeah, it was nine years. Nine yeah. years. I was going to do ten, but then Jack McNamara showed up, and uh, yeah, yeah, took 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 it on from me. Which which yeah yeah. yeah he's, it's an, he's doing it's it. not an easy job, is it? So it's know, not. It's, it's not. I'm not saying it's uh, thankless, but it's it, it's tough, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's challenging. But but yeah, no, I enjoyed my time as captain, but yeah. But no, Jack. Jack's taking it on, and he's doing a fantastic job for us now. Yeah, I've, you know, I've met Jack a few times when we've when we play when when Delphi play Golker, and um, yeah, he, 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 I tell you what, you you live and breathe cricket, but when you meet Jack, he, he's, a, he's something else, isn't he? He's just he's yeah, just oh, absolutely. He's a, he's a, uh, <laughs> he can talk all night about it. Come I mean, he's you know, absolutely. Yeah, he's another level to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he lives next door to me as well. So oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's moved in next door, so there's not much <laughs> respite now. Oh no, no getting away over the garden no, no. fence at the back. Plenty of barbies. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, with a, with a with a career where you've you've you've, you've well over twenty thousand runs, twenty thousand five hundred eighty-two at last count. Obviously, we're not counting the twenty twenty season, are we? In that, or, or are we? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think no, we can. I, 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 I'm not clouting it in, a, in any stats that I'm doing anyway. So uh, I don't <laughs> think, you know. Uh, but, oh, yeah, 20,582 20, 20, runs, an average of 45.33. So there's lots of milestones in that. You know, there was, um, you know, there's, there's league wins, the Sites Cups, there's 2020 um, uh, wins. What, what, what's, what stood out in, in those years, you know, that, that, that you thought, you know, real that we worked hard and, and that was a really 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 rewarding yeah i mean as you've touched on becoming the league's highest run scorer i'm, I'm very proud of that you know it's it was a it was a nice moment for, for me my dad was there um, yeah. when, I, when i passed that and uh, yeah it was quite emotional really? actually um was that daughter, that was it was at shelley yeah. yeah my daughter was there my wife took my daughter there as oh, well so that was uh, that was really nice um 
uh, taking a thousand wickets as well. That would yeah. be something nice to reflect on. Yeah, I, I didn't all... get around to saying that. I was, yeah, no, one thousand and four no. actually, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I, I don't, I'd yeah. be honest. I don't know how many people have done that, but yeah, it's it's again, it, it, it's a nice nice achievement, I guess. Yes, um, definitely. To, but you know, team trophies are what it's all about, and and you've touched on. I've 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 been fortunate enough to to win all all three of the big ones in our mm. league. Um, I, I won the. Won the league at Skulls in my first year there when I was 19. Uh, yeah. As I said, opening the batting with Wazim Jaffa. Uh, one of my best friends, Ash Pamant, was was skipper at the time. Yeah, had a very good you know, team um, back then as well, didn't they? You know, oh, fantastic. Dave Weston, Tom Weston, yeah. Kode, um, Parker, Hutcher. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, the list was endless. Uh, Wicket keeper as well, could bat as well. Nick Bisbee. Uh, Nick Bisbee. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, I've probably left some out there. Uh, but, but yeah, no, it's it, it was such a good team and I learned su- such a lot um, at such a young age. Um, so, yeah, w- w- winning that was, was, mm. was brilliant. Uh, we won 2020 at Golker a couple of years ago, which was probably yeah. a surprise to everyone. But again, very special winning. Yeah winning a trophy for Golka. But if I had to if I had to sort of pinpoint one thing, it'd be be the Sykes Cup final in two thousand and nine. Um, you know, we we beat a very strong Ellen team on the day and I, I don't think anyone gave us a sniff. Yeah. Uh, again, doing that with some of my best friends, you know, all my family were there to watch that and I had a half decent game myself. But um but yeah, we, we we celebrated that for 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 quite a few weeks after. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, I've said the pictures are still up in the Golka clubhouse, aren't they? Um, yeah, they, they are. I mean, I think I think there were there were close to fifteen hundred people there oh. that day, and uh, it, it was it was cracking yeah. the flags, and yeah, no, it was a spe- I think, special I, I think special I, I, time. Um, Mel Mel was kind uh, kind enough to give me uh, uh, the the records of all the Sites Cup finals that the examiner held, uh, and. I, uh, recently, and, and they have all the um, uh, the the gate receipts and the attendances in most of them finals. And I think that was the, the last one where there was a huge, you know, like that that big. I don't think they've been, been that big since you know the attendances. So it's a, you know, it's a hell of a day that you know. Yeah, it was massive. I, I think half of half of Golka were there that day. To be honest, yeah, yeah it was. Uh, yeah, it's as great, I say, great, it was to play, great to play in them sort of games, I suppose, isn't it? As, uh, you know, yeah, the, 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 the it's brilliant to play. Well, it's good to play in them when when you win them. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been on the losing side a couple of times. Yeah. It's not it's not it's not great. Yeah. But yeah, no, the the, the Sites Cup final experience is, is certainly uh, yeah. yeah something that that, that is uh, yeah very special. So yeah, I mean, like, like I said before, we could probably talk. Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot on 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 the ins and outs of this. I think, you know, we'll we'll, we'll cover that another time as well. You know, we'll crack on with the rest of the uh, the itinerary, which is uh, the next bit's coronavirus of the twenty twenty season, which we touched upon. It. I mean, it wasn't, mm. it, it was, it wasn't ideal for anyone, really, was it? I mean, you know, uh, I suppose the league made the the, the the best fist they could have done with it. Um, you know, it's a good chance to blood some youngsters as well. So, you guys, what what did, what would you, what's your reflection on it when when it all happened? Uh, anyone, and, <laughs> well, Andrew? I mean, you kick yeah, off, Andrew. I, mean, yeah. I, I think I think that um, it was just an opportunity, really, when the 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 T thirty came along for people to actually play some cricket. Yeah. I think it served quite a an important part because it's very easy for players to drift away and and to have a, a season where there's no activity then. With some players, then maybe there's a an incentive to go and do something else. And I, I don't really know, although the obviously opportunities were limited simply because of the situation that we were living in. But it was important, you know, just to get out and about for for players to 
say hello to the mates again. I mean, it seems very extreme, doesn't it, really? But but that was the truth of it. And also for clubs, um, to, for clubs to open up to a certain extent, maybe take a little bit of money, which obviously goes a long way to running these organisations. So it was just an opportunity. Whether the cricket was anything to write home about, I'm not sure about. Um, but having said that, it was... Socially, I just think it was really important because people met people and um, played a little bit of cricket and kept the game at the forefront of, of people's minds to a certain extent. Um, you know, do I think it, it meant a massive amount with regards to performance or anything like that? No, not really. But having said that, they were out there playing and I think that was the most important thing. Would you agree with that, Steve? Yeah, no, I, I agree with all of that. You know, um, it, it was nice to, to see people get out there, play a little bit of cricket. Um, from, a, from a cricketer's perspective, you know, it wasn't ideal, was it? You know, we, we only ended up with nine, nine games, I think it was. Uh, we didn't have anything to play for in particular. It, it was all a bit weird. Yeah. Um, I, I think 30 overs was neither here nor there either really you know I, I, but 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 to andrew's point i guess the league did what what they could to get us out on the field and, and fair play to them you know they've had yeah. some very difficult decisions to make over the last two seasons and i think i think at times they, they cop some some unjust criticism but at the end of the day we all want the same thing we just want to be safe and get out there and as i said play some cricket yeah absolutely i mean i, I, I i'm on the committee and uh I mean, Phil did a, 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 to get to get a fixed list out like that in such a short time. I thought he did really well uh, personally, and, and and but you know it was always going to have that aspect of you know it's a bit friendly and it's a bit te- you know and and you know it's not you, you, you like that competitive edge, don't you, on, on a cricket field? Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. But but at the same time, you know, you know, it was again as Andrew touched on. You know, it was nice to to see clubs blood blood some youngsters yeah. and throw some some kids and some second teamers in there and give them the experience so yeah. so no there, there, there were there were a lot of positives to come out of it as well so um sorry andrew were you about to say something or? well i was just going to say one thing that you did say that you know and somebody else i mentioned before unsung heroes that every club has and what steve says is, is in my opinion is absolutely right and uh, you know phil senior another one you know, to, to get that fixture list out in such a short period of time and to be able to actually... You know, people may criticise and stuff like that, but he did a fantastic job, didn't he, really? Yeah, and, he and did, in yeah. fairness... Yeah, definitely, you know, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We, 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 without that, where would we be? Mm. He does... I mean, does a, he, he does sterling work for the, the league. Um, you know, it, it's a tough job uh, being the, the match secretary, so... Um, well, yeah. I, am also being, I am also being incredibly kind to him because... <laughs> Um, uh, the first game of the season that I am officiating, I will be officiating at it with Phil. With Phil. So I don't oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, uh, you know, uh, I'd like to be flying the wall on the uh, in the umpire's room on that first day when he's had to listen to this. But anyway, he's, uh, he's had nothing but um, uh, nothing but good words said about him, and you know, I think I think we could just move on nicely from that uh, for that aspect of it. So it's a season ahead. It, it's a is it a bit like Christmas Eve for cricketers, you know, when it's uh, a week to go and you look into the first game and it all starts proper? And, you know, what, what, what Steve, what, what's it like, you know, for just before the season starts? Yeah, uh, it's, it's normally it's, it's really exciting, you know, and uh, it's, it's obviously been very different this year. Um, we'd, we'd usually have had a load of indoor team sessions and 
personally, I'd, I'd have probably been down to ticks half a dozen times and hit a load of balls. Yeah. But but I guess the saving grace is that everyone's in the same boat, you know. Mm. Um, we, we've had a few outdoor sessions at Golka. We've got a, sort of an inter-club practice match arranged this weekend. So yeah. we're, we're as prepared as we can be, yeah. you know. It's, um, as I say, everyone's in the same boat. So. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's 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 it'll be it's exciting to to start on time, you know, and and we've got a full season, we've got promotion and relegation, so yeah, yeah we should it's all gonna, look forward to it. It's going to feel proper like proper good, but I, I, I think there's going to be a fair few middle stumps cartwheel out of grounds on the first day. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you, you not think, yours. You, but... you think you think bowlers will be pitching it up then? Do you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's going to be one. Or, I think there's going to be one or two stiff bats. I can tell yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think after a week or two, you know, it's na- na- yeah. natural natural ability kicks in. You, you you'd expect, you know. So, uh, but yeah, you know, all laughing aside, uh, there's that as well. But so uh, yeah, I mean, you've not done any any any. Have you have you had a chance to do any netting, Steve? Um, up at the club and stuff. Yeah, we, we've had uh, yeah we've had uh, two or three outside nets. Yeah. Um, yeah, the weather's well, it's been a little bit cold, hasn't it? But at Few least layers. it's been dry. Yeah, it's been, yeah, exactly. We're, yeah, so yeah. you just wrap up and get on with it, don't you? You know, it's yeah. Just met the met the best of the the situation and uh, crack on. Yeah, we, we've we, we've had we've had some good sessions, to be honest, and I'm sure I'm sure every club's the same. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, you've been an experienced player. Um, you know, you, you work closely with your your young lads. You know, like uh, Northy uh, is coming on a bit, isn't he, at Golker and a couple of the others. Yeah. Um, yeah, do, yeah. Do, you know how how well do you work with them? You know, do you sort of like you know uh, you explain how you, you know, sort of pass your thoughts and knowledge on to them when you're working with them? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I try not to give them too many tips. You know that, that Northy is an example. He, he's he's being coached by Germ Germ Randauer, yeah. and um, yeah. he's is at New College and all the rest of it. So I, I try not to get too involved, but but I'm always there if anyone wants to ask me any questions. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of tips, um, especially for the early season, you mm. know April. Um, just on how decks are going to play and things like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, I just, yeah. I just tell people just, just to stick to the basics, you know. Yeah. Um, but bowlers, just bowl line and length. Just yeah. take a little bit longer as a batsman to get in, you know. Take, take a few more overs to get, to get used to the wicket. Yeah. And remember, you know, and remember, we, we play in the Huddersfield League with a red ball. We don't yeah. play on television with a white ball that flies everywhere. Yeah. You know, and uh, 160 this, this season, in a 40 over game, it's probably going to be a match winning score. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it, it's just it's about, about being the, being smart. About the overs, I think, a lot of times. People too, forget, don't they? Yeah. Too right, yeah, too right, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, Andrew, the, we've, uh, we've got the big the big change for umpires is the Duckworth-Lewis uh, uh, system yes. coming in. You must have been with a calculator all winter. Come on, tell us. Well, do you know, this, this, this is a, a popular myth um, because the thing about Duckworth-Lewis, if you go back to the old system that we implemented you know, in previous seasons, then yes, the umpire was there with his his calculator, making his calculations of what the the target was for the team batting second. Um, the thing about Duckworth Lewis is is that because of the nature of how it works, is the fact that the calculation is beyond any mere mortal, unless you are Mr. Duckworth or Mr. Lewis, who, uh, yeah. who put this thing together. So, quite simply, what it is is that the 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 app. Um, that, that that people should have on their phones, and you know, I do make the point that every club should have somebody that is 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 doing this. Mm. Um, then, 
as long as you put the right information in there, then the calculation is done by the machine, if you, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And so consequently, um, the, the only thing that the, the umpire is, is responsible for in this situation is the amount of time that is lost Mm. Um, and, and consequently, the number of overs that are lost in a first or second innings, because you know this is the difference now. Before, if you started a game and you're playing 50 overs, and the the, the team had gone out there to bat, then mm. they would bat 50 overs, no no matter what. The second innings would be truncated. But um, with this system, with Duckworth Lewis, then of course the first innings can be can be. Um, yeah. shorter yeah. Than, the, than, than would have been thought and as a result it, it, it is very much on the uh, the calculation that is um, is done by the machine as opposed to by the uh, yeah. the clubs by the clubs yeah I mean I, th- I think um, uh, the, it, the complexity starts coming in when you have multiple um, d- uh, yeah. delays don't you over T and things you know and that's where uh, it starts yeah. getting harder to work out the uh, the, the overs lost it, it, it is it yeah. is um, I think the one thing that, that that people have got to bear in mind, well, two things. One is is the fact that uh, the which I think is a really good thing is the fact that the thirty minute rule has been reintroduced, um, whereby you, you can lose thirty minutes and there is no effect on the amount of overs lost by uh, either side. So you've got thirty minutes to play with, if if, if you see what yeah, I mean. Before yeah, things yeah. come in, and then everything else is in is calculated by. Six minutes, yeah, uh, and six minutes is a, an over per innings, if you if if you see what I mean, and so so consequently, the amount of time that is lost after that, and you can do things with with the t interval whereby you can introduce a t interval earlier, and so you can play it around. Ultimately, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get a result, and you're yeah. trying to get a fair result as well, um, yeah. because you, previously you could have a situation where you know teams chasing, you know, two. 200 or something and and, and they, they end up being you know 100 for nine and winning mm-hmm. you know and and to me that never never really seemed right uh, but this nobody the interesting thing about Duckworth Lewis is the fact that nobody really complains about it which suggests that it probably works yeah it's well trusted isn't it and I think uh, there's been a lot of calls in the league um, you know to, to introduce it at the right you know um, now, and I think I think the old rain rule. It, it, I mean, Steve will probably attest this as well. You know, when you you know it, when you when you're doing the chasing, uh, it's a, it can be a different game. You know, with the rain rule, and uh, you know it doesn't really reward you holding wickets uh, back to, to 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 have a steady chase. Oh, Jamie, yeah, <laughs> I, I I've never tried to get my head around some of the rain rules. You know, I think yeah. um, I, I I agree with Andrew. I think the Duckworth Lewis method is 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 the right way to go. Yeah, it's coming in it, uh, from the at the start of the season. Um, it's coming in a, in a sort of shorter format in that um, you, we've got to get um, half the second innings in before we we start using the Duckworth Lewis, uh, and then and then when when um, normal service resumes, uh, it goes to full full Duckworth Lewis, I believe. So, right. Okay. So that's that's where they're at there. So uh, I mean, other than the Duckworth Lewis introduction, Andrew, um, you know. Is there any other ways that you have to prepare for the season being an umpire, or do you just wait until the big day and then get your fixtures and out you go? I, I think some people, I think people will, everybody will do things in a different way. I mean, it's quite, it's been quite interesting, really, because what I normally do is that, like, like we said previously, my, my club is Almbury Wesleyans, mm. and, and they uh, have indoor net sessions at 
King James's school in, in Almondbury uh, on a Sunday morning. Um, and what I tend to do before the season starts is fairly simple, really, is that I go down to the net sessions and uh, and stand there and actually yeah. get used actually get used to just watching the ball being bowled and and telling the bowlers that they're rubbish and they weren't as good as what <laughs> I was. But um, um, but uh, well, get a feel but, for it that way, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and um, and and just yeah, just stand there and and get an actual feel for watch. And, and I go down maybe I don't know three or four times. And, and the facilities are, you know, are okay. Yeah. And it just gets you used to. It just gets you used to seeing the ball. But apart from that, the, the, there isn't a massive amount. I mean, strangely, that may seem. Um, uh, my brother bought for me uh, for my birthday, which is the, at the end, the end of the year, a, a book um, which is written by John Holder, the ex uh, uh, yeah, Test West umpire, Indies, yeah. West Indian Test yeah. umpire. And uh, it was it's three hundred umpiring scenarios. Some of them are, are completely and utterly bizarre. Um, but having said that, time to, yeah, yeah, really, really, I, I, you know, I would actually recommend it, um, you know, to anybody to actually yeah. read and, and have a have a have a look through. Like I say, you know, a gentleman comes on in his sports car with his cravat and all. You know, let's let, let, I tell you now, it doesn't happen at the Wes and it doesn't happen anywhere else. But in this book, it did. So, yeah. it, but. It, it, you know, other than that, it's to make sure all your kit's ready and everything and stuff, and then away you go. Right. Well, well, here's for the next seven days or so, and then uh, we can all start it all again, sort of thing. So, yeah. uh, so the, obviously, what what more wets the appetite than a few, you know, transfers and things like that? And we've all sit there. Well, the transfers has got on the website this week, so uh, mm. you know there was a few on there. It wasn't wasn't uh, a huge amount. I think there was quite a lot, but. Um, like I say, there was uh, there's a few clubs where where there's no transfer action, but I think there's a lot of transfers that probably action uh, happens this week when you know players return to clubs and get signed and you know this that, and the other. So I mean, we, we could have a look at the um, go Premiership first, I guess, um, and and it's no surprise to anyone that Ireland Swain seem to be the uh, the busiest club um, mm. in 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 there. They've made something like. Nine signings. Uh, uh, there's a few familiar names on there as well. Um, uh, Andrew, did you pick any out on on on, on the list? The, the notable ones. Well, I mean, the interesting thing, what you said, Jim, is is like you say, Hoyland's way. But if you look at the actual number of clubs that are actually mentioned, you've got 14 teams in the Premiership. Yeah. You've got yeah. you've got six clubs that are actually registering any any transfers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 what you're saying, I think, is true in the fact that I would expect that list to be. Extend it quite a lot in in these next seven days or so. I think it's quite interesting, really. The, the bit about it, which I, I think is quite amusing, really, is um, is players that that transferred last season didn't play a game and have transferred again. I mean, yeah. you know, but I mean, yeah, Hoyland Swain obviously are the, are the movers and shakers. Um, but there's a number of players that have. Um, Re-registered for um, um, for Hoyland's Wayne, who played there before, isn't that? Yeah, you know, the, the, I looked at it before. It was a bit like I thought. Have I come back into 2011 here? Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Ray Copley's uh, uh, joined, and, uh, you know, and stuff like that. so yeah. Yeah, I mean, and obviously German has gone. Yeah, um, you know, and <clears> so um, they're obviously looking to 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 replace to replace mm. German. Um, Steve, that's a big. Do you, would you, uh, that the loss of German is that? It, it, that is, I mean, we're talking about somebody who's took, you know, 70 wickets a season, more or less, for the last three years. Very consistent. You know, it's so hard to, to replace someone like that, isn't it, no matter which team you are? 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. Gurm, Gurm will be a massive loss to uh, to Swain. Um, as you say, one of the best bowlers in the league over over recent years, and yeah. he, he can obviously hold a bat as well. Although he's he's battered down down the order for for Harley does, Swain, yeah. but yeah. but but they've yeah they, they've obviously replaced or looked to replace him with Max Morley, and Max yeah. is Max is clearly you know a class uh, left yeah. arm spinner as well. So he'll he'll. He'll he'll do a job for them. Yeah, he's, um, he's uh, got a little bit of uh, county experience way back, hasn't he, Max? Um, yeah, he played for I think he played for Durham um, yeah. seconds yeah. way back when. Um, yeah. good, good lad. Um, yeah. I went on a golf trip with him actually last year, and yeah, yeah no, he's um, yeah, he'll, he'll I'm sure he'll do a good job at Swain. I'm um, pretty sure he's the only player on my list who's got a Wikipedia page. I'm pretty sure I have to check. But he's definitely <laughs> definitely the only one who's got a Wikipedia page. I think. Is that from cricket or from Love uh, Island? Well, <laughs> and a blue tick next to his name as well. So uh, not yeah. on Twitter. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's big shoes to fill there. But you know, uh, uh, and obviously Aaron's um, going to play more for them. I would I would have thought Aaron Lilly, uh, who, who who's got a white ball contract for Leicestershire. Oh, is that right? Okay. Um, yeah, he's got a white ball yeah. contract for Leicestershire, so he he he'll be available to play. I would probably say the first half of the season, more or less, and yeah. and then you know as and when is uh, allowed to play after that. So I, I would probably say he would play a, a, a good part of it. Yeah, I see. I see Ben Potter's gone back as well. Um, yes. Ex Shepley, I'm not sure he actually played for Shepley, but but yeah, yeah he played um, a couple of games. Yeah. But oh, he, did he? Okay. Yeah. He, 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 he did play all of them, but I'm sure he played a couple of games. But yeah, he's he's gone back there. I mean, I don't obviously he's he, he he's had a long long career with with Ireland Swain. I think he was there when they joined the league almost um, back in yeah, 2008. No, he's, he's, yeah, no, he's been a good good servant to Highland Swain definitely, over the years, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, other other ones I picked out. Nadim Hussain. He was yes. he was uh, Shepley, wasn't he? Gone to mm. gone to Morelands. Really good bowler. Yeah, um, middle order batsman as well, medium pace yeah, yeah. bowler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, no, no. I'm sure there'll, there'll be more names on that list this mm. week, like you've said. But I think Mourner's looking pretty strong with um, with Nadim going there and, and Shuka Ali, who who's, who hit 829 runs he scored in 2019 for Morland before he he made a move to Oldeswear, and now he's returning. Um, yeah. Morland's are looking, you know, I think they're strengthening quite well there. Might be all right, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a useful attack for you, that Steve, isn't it? You opening the batting and you've got Nadim at one end and possibly Andy Walker at the other. You're not going to get too much to hit, are you? No, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be all right, won't they, Morelands? Looking I at think that, so yeah, quite strong. And, yeah, and, yeah. and Shepley have brought in an overseas uh, uh, new uh, Norman Akbar, I think he's a young. I think he's a young lad. Uh, I mean, I did my Google uh, researching on this one as well, and. Um, looks like he's played a bit of first class in Pakistan, but uh, there might be some uh, issues in getting in with them being on the red list uh, on a quarantine issue. So I don't know whether he'll be there for the first game of the season or whether he's already in the country. Um, but that's probably a bit of an unknown quantity for Shepley there um, on there. And Tom Barber uh, signing from Clayton West. He's been at Clayton West for a long time as well, I believe. Yeah, the, the, him and his um, it's his brother, isn't it, as yeah. well? That, that, uh, they're, they're at West. So yeah, he, he, he has, and, and I've always rated him as a cricketer. Mm. So um, you know, moving up the road to Shepley, I'm pretty sure that uh, that he'll do a decent job for them. Yeah, he got a man of the match in the 2017-2025 final. He got 72 not out when Clayton West won that, and he also got man of the match in the 2011 Odd Fellows Cup final with another seven score in the 70s. So he does like he does like the big games, it seems. 
<laughs> I think I think I think with Danny uh, Danny Glover's left, aren't he? Um, I, I believe so. Yeah, I've not seen that on any transfers. But has he gone in, uh, to the Bradford League? Uh, yeah, I think he has. Yeah, he's. Um, I mean, that's another another long, you know, a, a long serving player for Sheffield. I think he's probably been there as long as you've been at Golker. Yeah, I was going to say he's. Um, it'll be a big loss, obviously, to Shepley. Yeah. Mister Shepley, you know, and yes, great, definitely. great competitor and a, and a good yeah. lad. Uh, and yeah. So, so they'll they'll miss him. Yeah, a bit some big shoes to fill there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and, and elsewhere in the in the press, a couple of more. Um, Barkis Lana made uh, um, and uh, one to look out for. I think Cameron Van Rensburg, who, who's come from the Halifax League, but he, he looks. To have that consistent qualities, uh, both with bat and ball, uh, from what I looked at. Um, 570 runs and 52 wickets in 2019. Um, looks a bit like a sort of Alex Schofield type player, uh, possibly. Well, I hope he keeps his feet nearer to the behind that front line than Alex Schofield, as <laughs> I can tell you now. <laughs> oh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I did get a good view of that. Like you say, you get the best view of the pitch, don't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know that when Alex has got that ball, he's running in. I can tell you where my my eyes are looking immediately. Al- <laughs> Alex, Alex never bowled a no ball. No, apparently. <laughs> Actually, there, there's, a sto- there, there's a story for you. Going back to the uh, Hoyland mm. Swain against Gulker, Mr. S. Whitwam at the non-strikers end. Oh, yeah. And, umpiring. <laughs> and uh, um, Adnan Gari came in and I no-balled him. And, and uh, <laughs> SP Singh came up and he said, he says, Andrew, he said, where did his foot land? And I showed him where he said, because he's never bowled a no-ball before ever, you know. And, <laughs> and Steve turned and looked at me and smiled and I just winked at him as if to say, yeah, 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 I've never heard that before. <laughs> a, con- a, con- a convincing <laughs> argument from SP Singh. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, uh, just another Hoyless Way signing as well that's uh, probably not been mentioned, Alex Peters has moved, it's moved from my club, Delph and Dobcross. Uh, another player from uh, from from the uh, uh, our stable going into Hoyland Swain, uh, but he's a, he, he, he should strengthen upper order bat, bat in there um, for Swain. Uh, I'd rather him being at Delft though, but uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, so yeah, and, and then I think I'll maybe Wesleyan's. Uh, we'll have to give a few mentions to uh, their <laughs> signings. Uh, yeah. Andrew, you you go you go take the lead on this one. Well, <laughs> wish that I could really. Um, Paul Winrow, yeah, and, I mean, uh, Daniel Morehouse. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Danny Morehouse, I think is a. I, I mean, number one is uh, yes, somebody else returning to one of their former clubs. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so, because you know, I think you've got to remember that that Danny really started bowling particularly mm. when you know when he was at the West before because you know he didn't do a great deal before that and, and has obviously turned out to be a you know probably something that he should have done earlier really yeah you know, well, but, he, uh, he, he, he was in 2014 at Elmer West and then he moved to Armitage Bridge 2015 but very yeah. consistent with the ball yeah and and but but I think going back to what we were talking about before as well as, as regards um you know Danny is the fact that he's he's, he's playing with his mates you know, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's it's fairly simple, really. You know, yes, he's, you know, he was going to go and play uh, for Wakefield Thorns last season. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, things have transpired against him. But so he, he's going to have, a, you know, he's going to, he's, he's gone back to the West. Um, I, I, and uh, listen, he's going to do all right, isn't he? You know, he, yeah. he's, 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 you know, in the championship, he's good. he's taken a lot of wickets in the Premiership. So yeah, he's certainly one, good enough, isn't he? Yeah. One more expensive. Uh, and Paul Winrow, obviously not in yeah. the first 
flush of youth, um, but nevertheless an experienced player and somebody yeah. that. Um, and, and and let's be honest about it, the Wes Wicket is a road. So you know he, <laughs> he, he he you know he, he knows you know, where he's he, signing for. Does Paul? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I mean, and, you, and although, although I hate to admit it, I played with his father. You know, this is uh, going back a long time ago. But uh, <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean. Corby, you'll have plenty of experience of, 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 of played against uh, Paul over the years. Would you obviously played at Barkis Land from 2002 onwards? Uh, then yeah, at yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I played with uh, with and against Paul. I played with him in, in the league side way yes. back when. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, he, he's been a class act yeah. um, at, at a few clubs over the years. Um, and yeah, he, he, he should still get stacks of runs for for Wes in in the championship. Um, and as for Dan, as as you've said, you know, Armitage Bridge over the recent seasons, his, his stats they speak for themselves, don't they? You know, he, yeah. I can, uh, to be fair, that Wes have to be favourites to come come straight back up. I mean, they, they were unlucky to go down, weren't they, a couple of seasons ago? Oh, yeah. So the the the, 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 the fight they put up um, to, I mean, and we were in the mix as well uh, back that back then. I think we stayed up on the final day with Broad Oak. Uh, who played Armory West on that final day in 2019? But they, they, their last few games, if you go and have a look at them, you, you wonder how did they lose some of them games, you know? And, uh, uh, mm. you know, they, 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 I think they had a tie with one. Uh, well, uh, they uh, managed to, I, I think they might, yeah, I think they managed to lose at Honley. Um, towards right, the end yeah. of the season, where where, yeah. but you've got to you've got to remember as well that, that in that in that time when they came down in that season, mm. they had Mr. Freddie Walker playing, who yeah. was, you know, I, I don't think too many people would would dispute this. He's probably the you know the best player that's ever walked through the gates there, sort of thing. You know, that, yeah. because he was so 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 switched on and and um, and, and cricket made some, and and he now has a first class contract. You know, he's, he's he's in contact with the with the people um, up at the Wes yeah. still, um, as is Jake Gibson, who has another player who um, has, has got a first class contract in in New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, and and Freddie Walker was a, an outstanding player for them. And as you know, were we ever going to replace him? No, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's who's he got a contract with, uh, Andrew? The Northern Districts. It, it, it oh, is was, it? Oh, good on him. Yeah, good. yeah he, he, um, uh, it was quite funny, really, because last year um, in New Zealand, um, uh, Jake Gibson won the, the Maori Player of, of the Year or whatever it was in, in New Zealand. We didn't actually even know that he was a Maori. In fact, I'm not even sure he did. Um, but, <laughs> the, but, 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 but he won it anyway. But, yeah, he's... Uh, but, the, but, but Freddie was... Cricket was uh, it was an obsession, an, yeah. an absolute obsession to, to, to the guy, um, and, and obviously it came from the the James Pamman um, stables. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, many a players uh, come through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he's he's gone back there, and he came here as a number eleven batsman, and mm. I, I don't know how many centuries he got, but a few. Yeah, he yeah, did. yeah. He was a nice lad as well, to be fair to him. So yeah, yeah good luck yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. So he's no, he's done okay for himself. I didn't get the chance to see him because uh, both 
Delph and uh, um, uh, Armory Wesgays were just washed out without a ball getting bowled out. It's quite a shame, really, because I, I was, it was one player I was really looking forward to seeing after you know after his first season was there, and it obviously made making waves all season uh, last season as well. So, um, yeah. so uh, the other the, the other the other signing that, that stood out to me in the championship was uh, Archie Greaves uh, mm. signing at Denby. Now Archie's mm. played at a couple of clubs, uh, Cumberworth, Shepley, and Honley. Um, He's, he's a bit of an all-rounder as well. Uh, uh, Cobber, could, you, you, you've, you've uh, obviously played against him and and whatnot. Um, good, good signing for Denby, I would say. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a he's a great talent. He's Archer. Um, yeah. He's he's got runs and wickets against Golker over the last few years. So um, I, I I honestly don't know the background as to, to to why he's gone to Denby. I don't know if he's that's his original club or what. But yeah, Denby have. Uh, Made a good little sign in there, to be fair. Yeah, I think so. There might be there could be one to watch there as well. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and and just the uh, the, the only other uh, things that that's probably worth a, a mention is uh, outgoing uh, departures, which is uh, uh, Harvey Booth joining his brother Toby at Cleck Eaton. Uh, who, Harvey's had a great couple of seasons at, at Broad Oak. I think he's been pretty consistent last couple of seasons. Fifty wickets, I think, um, each each time. So yeah, uh, you know that's a big loss for just just neutral people who like good cricketers in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We, we've lost a few, haven't we, over the last couple of years to, to the Bradford League? And yeah. uh, I mean, we, we've touched on Gurm and Danny Glover, and yeah, Harvey Booth. He'll be a massive loss to Broadoak. Yeah. Um, obviously, Toby will to to, to Kurt Burton as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, yeah. and Abdul left those a couple of years ago. Abdul yeah. Mahid, you know. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully they'll come back at some point. Yeah, yeah, you'd like to think so. So they, they will, they will, Steve, because you know some people do the rounds, don't they? You know, mm. <laughs> and uh, um, they, they will at some point in time. I mean, I think, like you say, it, it's sad to see people go, and it's sad, you know, sad to see people go to, um, if you like, a, a rival league, as it were. But but having said that. I mean, certainly I umpired the game between Golker and Broadoak um, um, a couple of seasons ago, and, and Golker won. But, but to be honest, Young both nearly, nearly, nearly beat them on his own. To be honest, mm. but um, mm. the, the rest of the players were, were were with him on that particular day. But having said that, um, you know, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they go on in, in, in Clack Eaton. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure that I'd, I'd fancy playing next to the M62 every game. Really <laughs> <don't>, but... <laughs> that's it, yeah. Um, so that sort of rounds up the, the transfers, really, uh, that, we, that we'd probably chat about. And we're getting towards the uh, good, uh, the sweet spot of the 45-minute uh, mark, which uh, I think I like to think is a good 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 time for a podcast, really. You know, we don't want to go into the one hour, two hours, do we? Uh, anyway, um, that's uh, by the by, but... Guys, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed it, actually, uh, as this sort of uh, first get-to-know-each-other sort of thing. It, uh, sort of wrap, we'll wrap it up here now. Um, I'm sure we all can't wait until the 17th of April, and even more so when the restrictions are lifted and we can return to the so-called normal period. Uh, I mean, uh, everyone's forgot what normal's like, I suppose. Um, yeah. <laughs> again, guys, thank you for being so generous with your time. I mean, you've... you've, you've um, you know, you've given up your your, your weekday nights and uh, and uh, come and chat to me. So uh, you know, uh, really thanks a lot. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cheers, Jamie.
episode of Castle Hill Cricket Chat. We can't live without asking for a small favour from you. So please drop us a re- review wherever you subscribe to your podcast. It literally takes seconds to do and it really helps as we get started on the podcast ladder. Hope you can tune in for our next show soon. We've got some fascinating interviews planned with current and former players along with people who support the league in other ways. We'll also have matched reviews after each weekend with our two contributors. Don't forget, if there is someone you'd like to be our guest to come on and talk about a significant champagne moment or a deep dive into their career, or even just send your feedback to the show, you can get in touch by sending a message to the league Twitter account or head to the podcast page on the website and there's a contact form where you can send your message. Finally, follow the league Twitter account for news of the next episode dropping and subscribe to the league's official YouTube account too, where you might find the odd tidbit making its way onto there. You can find both accounts easily enough online. Thanks for tuning in and listening. See you next time.